You know, when you get a certain food in your brain or a certain restaurant or a certain cuisine in your head, and the only way to get it out is to actually eat that food. It happens. It happens to me with sushi and it happens to me with Waffle House. Like once those get stuck in my head, the only way to unstick them is to go to a sushi restaurant or go to Waffle House. And I think that's happening to you right now. It's totally happening to me. And it's my nemesis is Instagram food. Like someone will post a really delicious picture, like delicious looking photo. Sure. And the one that I saw yesterday was for spaghetti pie. In the space of- can't unsee it in my head. It looks so good. In the space of like three hours, she probably asked me six times when we're having spaghetti pie for dinner. I didn't even know what spaghetti pie was. I just saw a picture of it and I was like, oh, that looks good. And it's called spaghetti pie. And Jeff was like, oh yeah, it's a whole thing that people are really into. It's basically like baked spaghetti, right? Yeah. You cook the spaghetti noodles and then you- mix them with cheese and some tomato sauce and then bake it in a pie pan. Mm. (laughs) What's not to love about this? Continue. And then you spoon more sauce over the top. That's, that's the short version of it. Oh, looks so good. But I will make spaghetti pie for you this weekend. And I hope now the pressure is, I hope it lives up to your Instagram dream expectations. You know, me too. I did see that cottage cheese was in the recipe. You can substitute something besides cottage cheese. You can do ricotta. You can do cream cheese. You don't have to do cottage cheese. Cottage cheese is bleh, bleh. Well, you don't have the stuff I make. You don't even know what's in it. Well, I know there's cottage cheese in this and cottage cheese to me is like eating cat puke. Hmm. So I'll find something else. I'll substitute something in and you won't even know what I've substituted in. Ha! Ah. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for my gas grill. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for hot showers. We went and had an ultrasound yesterday. Um, I'm eight weeks pregnant with our rainbow baby. And um, they kind of gave me an option for like a third ultrasound. And I took it because we had a miscarriage before. And our third appointment um, back then showed us that we had no heartbeat. So it was important to me to like take the optional um, ultrasound and we have a really healthy baby with a super strong heartbeat. And that thing is growing like a weed. It's crazy. Which it's supposed to be right. But I, it's, it's gone from like five point something millimeters to almost 20 millimeters, which is, which is still tiny, but, uh, what, what is it? According to your app, it's the size of a wild strawberry. Yeah. Why are all the things food? Yeah. Food. I don't know. I think it's, it's like what the most like concrete thing to like, you know, cause everybody knows what sizes fruit and vegetables are. So unless it's, you're talking about hail cause hail is always measured either in coins or sporting goods. Like, Oh, dime size hail was That's falling true. in, in West Virginia or whatever. And so every time there's an update on the size of the baby, I'm like, how big is the baby now? And Callie's like, not nah, about an avocado pit. 
or whatever. <laughs> what was it? For? A blueberry last week. A blueberry. So anyways, that's where we're at. Um, it was really eerily quiet at the doctor's office. Um, were you I the was, only person in there again? Yeah. I was the only person in there. I wore a mask and gloves and like you walk in, um, and they immediately take your temperature, like won't even let you walk in the office without getting your temperature checked. Where do they do the temperature? Is it in the lobby of the building or is it when you go up the elevator? It's when you go up the elevator. So is it an employee of the women's center? Who's just kind of standing outside waiting for you to show up? It's the employee of my practice. That's what I mean. Like the women's practice. Yeah. And they just come out when they see you get off the elevator and they don't come out, but they're standing like right at the front door. Wow. So they like stick a thermometer in your mouth. And, um, what else was weird? It was, Oh, they also have signs on the elevator, like no more than four people in this elevator at a time. And I wouldn't get on the elevator if there were, there was like one other person. I've really become bold with it's a, it's amazing what disease will do. You know, like I've become bold about saying to, I said to somebody at the grocery store, would you mind stepping back? Because they were trying to put their stuff on the belt and there was lines on the whatever. And I just don't, my biggest thing is I don't want, I don't want to get sick, but I don't want Callie to get sick or anybody Callie works with to get sick because some knucklehead at the grocery store wanted to set their eggs down faster. You know what well, I'm saying? And, and like, we're doing a really mindful job of keeping like the people that I work with, like none of us are seeing people outside of our own families. Not, you know what I mean? Like we're, you know, so when you go out, I assume you're also thinking of like the people that I work with. That's what I mean. Like, the like three people at work. Yeah. The, the, that I'm around every day. Our tiny little bubble. Yeah. We have a little like quarantine bubble. Um, but yeah. So, uh, so, yes. Yeah, so, uh, I forgot what I was. Oh, so Kelly's going up to these appointments all by herself, which is, I don't know. Do, do dads usually go to these super early ultrasounds? I think people usually do. Um, this office is asked like, if you're not, if it's not a medical essential, like person thing that you be there, like then don't come. And Jeff's like, eh, I don't really care. I mean, he cares that we have a healthy baby, but he's like, I don't need to, you know? Yeah. To fight my way up there. I don't need to muck up the system in order to hear the heartbeat that you can send me via FaceTime or iMessage 30 seconds after you hear it. Right. Um, so it'll be interesting. We have to, my doctor that I love that I've been with since I was like 19, she does not deliver babies. So now is the point where they transfer us to another office, um, which I'm kind of worried about. Like I've never seen another doctor. So, you know, I don't know. Well, you've seen a general practitioner and stuff. Well, yeah, but this is different. Got this it. is a bit more intimate. <laughs> Valid point. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of, you know, interested to see how that goes. And I don't know what to expect, really. I think, you know, like, am I allowed to be judgy? About your doctor? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I mean, it's, they're kind of doing an important job. Right. So I think, yes. So I think it's not it's, like you don't like interview doctors, but like if I got, if I went to be, any doctor's it office. It should be like the voice. <laughs> you should sit, the, you and I should sit in chairs facing the other room. And then the doctor comes out and makes their case as to why they would be good or not. And if we like them, we spin our chairs. If we both spin, that's the doc. Interesting. The voice. Interesting. Gyno edition. Because I feel. Gyno, gyno voice. OB. 
Obi voice. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, guy knows the yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, I feel well. Any doctor, I would be picky about if I don't like you. Bedside manner is really important to me. Some people, I have friends that are like they can be as nasty and cold as they want if they're smart and to the point that's the doctor I want. I am totally the opposite. I'm like, be nice to me. Act like you are my friend and that you remember who I am, even though it's written in your little notes, you know? Um, you want a doctor that maybe you guys could squeeze out a baby and then go get margaritas an hour later. That's exactly what I want. It's the same with my dermatologist. I sent you to that guy, you know, he's <laughs> awesome, right? Yeah. Cause you can sit there and have a conversation and my derm loves skin. So he'll sit there and talk to you for like 45 minutes about different skin stuff. And he's so into it and it's so endearing and I love it. He's so nice. Um, we do want to say thank you to everybody who has sent us good vibes and, and prayers and, and energy I think Callie especially has felt it. Like you said that you feel more confident or felt more confident. And part of the reason was talking about getting pregnant so early. Yeah, we talked about it way early. And, um, you know, we didn't the first time we were pregnant. And I I feel like knowing that so many people are on team baby dollar, it just makes such a difference in my energy. Like it has dissolved my anxiety. Um, It's just really encouraging. The thought that we had was everybody who has been praying for baby dollar and cheering baby dollar and thank you. But if we could take to do like a transfer, like if, like if you're online banking, transfer some money to a different account, because it occurred to us both today with all the restrictions at the doctor and how lucky we were to have a great appointment today that there's so many people still trying to conceive and this coronavirus thing is jacking it up so bad. From so many different angles. From I mean, every angle. The fertility stuff is so expensive. And if, you, if you've used, you know, what if um, we were talking to yesterday at dinner, like what if you have saved up a tremendous amount of money to start fertility treatments and then you don't have income coming in. You right. have to use that money that was earmarked for baby stuff for, um, to survive. And how, I don't even know where this falls on the chart, but like is fertility stuff considered elective? So do you have to put a pause on trying to get pregnant for six months while the medical centers and the doctors and everybody figures out the COVID stuff. And I think it depends on the practice. Cause I've had some Instagram friends say that their treatments were put on hold and stuff like that, which I know is super crushing. Um, and then I have a friend that I know who, um, had a IVF transfer last week. So I think everybody's handling it differently. Um, but it certainly is causing a tremendous amount of stress and, and heartbreak. So if you're sent while you're sending good energy out there, I think of those people, um, because it's just such a heartbreaking process. And I can't imagine the, the stress that already comes with it compounded with the stress of all of this stress yeah. of all this coronavirus stuff. Yeah. And, uh, so thank you for the prayers for them. And then also the prayers for baby dollar. We can't wait to introduce you in November, November 25th. Yep. Right. Cool. Uh, all right. While we're talking about pregnancy, we have got a treat for you. Hormones, hormones, hormones. It's the intense 
Hormone call of the day. Yeah. When did you do that? Yesterday. Oh my gosh. I love it. Play it again. Hormones, hormones, hormones. It's the intense hormone call of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I had a three-year-old son and I had just given birth to my daughter, Sarah. She was a few days old and I'm changing her diaper and all of a sudden water is everywhere. Like water's coming out and I didn't know what to do. And I called my girlfriend hysterical, sobbing. I said, I've broken something. My God, I don't know. Maybe I cleaned her too hard. There's water pouring out of her. She goes, Sam, she's peeing. And I was like, no, 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 you don't understand. There's water everywhere. She goes, she's peeing. Well, I thought I had busted a pipe of some sort. I had no idea what to do. Lost my mind. Got off the phone, finished changing her, and sat there and laughed hysterically at how stupid I was. I have never forgotten that moment. I have never felt so dumb in my entire life. So that's my emotional moment as a mom. Unbelievable. Hormones, hormones, hormones. It's the intense can you imagine being the people that voice these jingles? Oh, I like you're like, I need something for hormone call of the day. And there's like a woman sitting in her living room right now. Like, yeah. Getting that email going the what? Yeah. Can we just talk about the woman who thought she broke a pipe on her daughter because there was <laughs> water everywhere while she never occurred to her that the kid was just peeing. <laughs> God, but I would, I hope that, uh, uh, I, I could see myself making that mistake. I would hope I would realize. I broke the baby. I broke the baby. Did you keep the receipt? This one's defective. Uh, We've noticed that we have quite a few new listeners and we want to say hello and welcome. And here's kind of like a little 60 second version of who we are. We started this show last summer because the three years prior to that, of like 216, 217, or 2016, 2017, 2018, were so hectic with one really good thing. We got married. Yes. And then a whole bunch of just really big bummer things. Um, the miscarriage, which we spoke about a few minutes ago, uh, getting fired from a job, just stressful things like selling homes and um, starting new jobs and, and issues with friendships and just grandparents passing away. My mom passed away. Callie's beloved dog Blair passed away. It was just a, a lot. A we put our marriage vows to the test, like as the second we got engaged. But what we realized <laughs> is with all of this crappy stuff that was happening, the fact that we took a few seconds every single day to be grateful for what we did have kind of was a flashlight to kind of guide us through those darker weeks yeah. and months. So when we started this podcast, we're like, we just want to remind people every day that a little bit of gratitude is life-changing and goes a long way. So that's kind of the umbrella that, that everything on this show falls under. I feel like we need a little asterisk to say, but it's not perfect. It's not always easy. Um, and we're doing it together in real time. So as things unfold in life, we talk it out. We talk about why it ticks us off or why it's frustrating or whatever. So there's a real life component to the trying to see the upside of anything that you go through. 
And um, what, what we've noticed is a lot of times people who talk about gratitude and positivity don't verbalize the fact that you can have multiple emotions at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like you can be mad at a person or a situation or a circumstance. You could be as mad as you've ever been at the same time you're being grateful for the lesson that that is teaching you mm -hmm. or even grateful that there will be a lesson. You just don't know it right now. Right. Like you can have positive feelings and negative feelings happening at the same time. So, uh, that's kind of in a nutshell, but as Callie said, we, we spend most of the time just talking about the day-to-day -day stuff that goes on in our lives. The, in your lives and yeah. people in our Facebook group and just stuff going on. And every positive spin. And every now and again, you get to hear a snazzy jingle. Hormones, hormones, hormones. It's the intense hormone call of the day. Jeff loves the jingle. All right. Here are my three random things for today. It was a week or two ago when we were trying to figure out what cities were in Maryland outside of Baltimore and Annapolis. Mm -hmm. And I've got a new one for you. Taney Town. Never heard of it. Well, you should have because they were all over the news yesterday. Oh, I know this story. This is my favorite news story of the day yesterday. The Taney Town Police Department in Northern Maryland posted a reminder for the 7,000 residents on their Facebook page. This is what the status update said. Quote, please remember to put pants on before leaving the house to check your mailbox. <laughs> Gets better. You know who you are. <laughs> this is your final warning. <laughs> There's a real post by the Taney Town Police Department. Uh, obviously, somebody getting a little too comfortable in their work. I love at, it so much. Work at home lifestyle. They're like, who's going to see me get the mail pantsless? <laughs> uh, what do you miss most about being married before kids? The number one answer by far is 63% being able to sleep in late. Also on the list. That's uh, going to be a funny one for you because you don't sleep in. Uh, yeah, but I also don't get up like four times during the night. Yeah. Because there's a little thing in the other room making noise. Yeah. So 20% uh, of parents, 22% of parents miss the intimate time they had, the uninterrupted intimate time, and 15% miss time just to have adult conversation. Yeah. And finally, my third random thing. This is a reminder of something that I say all the time. It's important to sweat the small stuff. Like people are like, don't sweat the small stuff. As somebody who has been married before and during that relationship, let small things build up over time without saying anything because you just, it's easy to dismiss it. It's like, oh, that's no big deal. Oh, that's no big deal. Oh, that's no big deal. And eventually after a year, three years, five, everybody's timeline is different. It becomes a really big deal. Yes. Now this is backed up by a study. Which is why. So what Jeff's saying is that's why you should address it when it's annoying you and it's small so it doesn't blow up and right. boil over. And, and a perfect example is uh, Callie would... If the garbage can was full, she hates messing with garbage. So I always talk, take the trash out, which is fine. That's no big deal. But if the garbage can is full, 
in our new house for a while, she was just setting the trash on the counter above where the garbage can is. And I was like, can you at least get another bag out and just you can leave the bag on the floor, but just throw the trash in there. And she said, no problem. Because if it's important enough for me to verbalize it, then even though. Then I should take it seriously. It's only two paper towels and a, and a paper plate or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's something that just bugged me. So she handled it and then it never builds up and it's a non-issue. Right. Now, that being said, you can't be the type of partner who goes and verbalizes every, every tiny little, little thing. thing. Right. Like, but if it does bother you, say something. Well, anyways, science backing that up because uh, researchers at the University of Michigan looked at about 200 married couples over a 17-year period. And those who expressed their anger and frustration at little things were overall happier, were overall healthier, and on average lived longer. Does not surprise me at all. Free Stuff Friday. We're, we give away stuff on Friday. And if you're a new listener right now, you're like, that's not an announcer. That's just Jeff making his voice deep. And you are right. <laughs> we were going to get an announcer, but we never did because this is fine. Um, this week, we are upping the ante, so to speak, because Jeff has decided that $100 not enough. We're going to do $250 cash money for the Free Stuff Friday prize. And because our past couple uh, have, of winners have wanted to make a contribution to the Hospital Heroes, uh, we'll also donate 100 bucks to Hospital Heroes in your name. Yeah, we will. So $250 cash for you, $100 donation to the Hospital Heroes program uh, in your name just for being the Free Stuff Friday winner. And because everybody's routine is messed up, we're going to leave the window open until 12 noon Atlanta time on Monday. rather that than Eastern time. Eastern time, rather than just end it on uh, Saturday's mornings like we have been. So You can win by texting the word SMILE, S-M-I-L-E, to 800-434-5454. Now let's say thank you very much to all of the sponsors and partners who have made this week's Upside Shows possible. Your bedroom should be your favorite room in the house because what feels better after a long day than getting cozy in your comfortable bed? Now maybe if you're like us and your sheets and your bedding have been through quite a lot like ours have, it's time to switch it up. Do a little refresh, a little spring cleaning, if you will. And we did that with Brooke Linen Sheets. They have over 50 five-star reviews and counting. Oh yeah, we also got the duvet cover. It is gorgeous. It looks like we have a brand new bedroom, even though all we did was change our sheets and our duvet cover at a great price. Right now, you can get 10% off your first order and free shipping when you use the promo code UPSIDE at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com, promo code UPSIDE. And that's going to get you 10% off your first order and free shipping. And you can also bundle your sheets and your bedding, which is what we did. We got a duvet, a course sheet set, and that comes with extra 
pillowcases. We love Brooklinen and you will too. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people. You can explore new skills. You can deepen existing passions. You can get lost in creativity. If you are looking for something to settle your mind, Skillshare could do that. If you're anxious, find classes that might help you express what you're feeling through creative self-discovery. If you're feeling uncertain, a creative challenge or a productivity class may give you the structure you need to set some small goals and fulfill a sense of accomplishment. It's membership with meaning. It's a strong community, which is so essential in times of hardship. You can tap into the support of other creative people who are going to give you encouragement, who are going to communicate with you, who are going to inspire you. And right now you can grab two months free at Skillshare just for being an upside listener. Go to Skillshare.com slash upside. Get two months free of premium membership. That's Skillshare.com slash upside and you will get two months free of premium membership to Skillshare. Have taking vitamins been on your long-term to-do list? The one that you're like, I I really need to do that, but I don't have time or I don't know where to start or whatever. Well, Care of Vitamins is going to help you out big time, okay? Here's what you do. You go to takecareof.com. You kind of take a quiz about your lifestyle and what you want to accomplish and and all these different things. I'll ask you a bunch of questions. You fill it out and they will put together a personalized vitamin pack. They come in these little individually wrapped daily packets that you can take. They have a great, you know, motivational quote on them, which I love. I think that's an awesome little um, addition. And they will ship that to your house. So you always have vitamins at your fingertips, especially for you, put together for you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to do any research. You don't have to do anything. Let them handle the hard work. Right now, you can get 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter the code UPSIDE50. Again, that's 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com, enter the code UPSIDE50. When I was in high school, I don't remember what year it was. Freshman or sophomore year. We all had, everybody in class had to pick a different poem out of like a list of 50 poems Mm -hmm. and we had to, to memorize it and we had to deliver it in front of the class, capturing the essence and the spirit of the poem. Think dead poet society, but at your run of the mill everyday public school. Yeah. And not some private school in the middle of the beautiful woods when no Robin Williams. Got it. Right. So that was what That's we had to do. That's a hard slash like emotionally vulnerable assignment. Yeah. But when you're in like in ninth or 10th grade, you don't totally appreciate it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like if someone assigned you to do that now, you would cry. I, there is a chance I would cry. Well, it's funny you say that because um, the actor... Idris Elba, am I saying his name right? Mm -hmm. Idris? Okay. He voiced, did the voiceover for a poem. He read a poem uh, over some images that the BBC over in in England in the United Kingdom put out uh, talking about getting through this COVID-19 coronavirus period of time. Mm -hmm. And the poem that he picked is called Don't Quit by John Greenleaf Whittier. And that was my poem in ninth grade. No way. Yes. And I heard him do it. And I'm like, that is so familiar. And I could actually, as he was saying it, like I thought, I'm like, 
I know this poem. Like I've <laughs> memorized this poem and, I, and it took me 24 hours to remember where it came from. Like I thought it was something I saw in a movie or a TV show or something like that before. Mm -hmm. And I said, uh, no, that was my ninth or 10th grade poem. So I pulled it up, the words up, read it. It came back to me and I remembered it. Are you going to recite it? Uh, yeah, but I'm going to do it over. I've already recited it. And when I just listened to it back, it was, it, it was cringeworthy. It made me feel weird. Okay. But I put music underneath it mm -hmm. and it, it, it's probably over the top dramatic maybe, or maybe I'm just not comfortable with me reading something super poignant over dramatic music. Okay. I, don't, I don't know, but I produced it and I think it came out pretty good. So if you would like me to play it, I will. I would love for you to play it. Okay. The poem is don't quit John Greenleaf Whittier. And can we just talk about the fact that 16 year old Jeff or 15 year old Jeff chose a poem whose theme is essentially keep moving forward. Love it. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. All right, here it is. When things go wrong, as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when the funds are low and the debts are high and you want to smile, but you have to sigh. When care is pressing you down a bit, rest if you must. But don't you quit. Life is strange with its twists and turns, as every one of us sometimes learns. And many a failure comes about when he might have won had he stuck it out. Don't give up, though the pace seems slow. You may succeed with another blow. Success is failure turned inside out, the silver tint of the clouds of doubt. And you never can tell just how close you are. It may be near when it seems so far. So stick to the fight when you're hardest hit. It's when things seem worst that you must not quit. Did you? Hang on, the big dramatic oh, okay. di di Disney ending. Just kidding. Did you get choked up when you were saying it? Um, I did like the one of the times. I read it a couple times. Why are you smiling? You feel so, I think it's so sweet. Oh, yeah. Isn't it funny, though, that like... It's crazy. How, how things come about full circle. Like, I completely had forgotten about it. And then the whole... Like the whole spirit, like I remember studying it and the whole spirit of it is that it's at the, at people's darkest moments is when you have to keep pressing forward is the whole thing. And this guy, I even remember the poet, like I remember studying him and at the time people didn't like him mm -hmm. at the time he was poeting, whatever, uh, writing because his poems were so simple. Mm -hmm. And so straightforward. And it was only in his the later years of his life and after he died where people 
recognized how eloquent and uh, poignant those the poems were for the people who were consuming them. He was like, I think he got his poems were like right on the radio or something. That's so cute. Yeah. I love this side of you. So sweet. So I'm a poet and I didn't think I was. <laughs> Get it? I Most think, people say I'm a poet and I didn't know. <laughs> it's funny. Um, so I want to do, I want to continue our Friday tradition of doing like a weekly check-in. Like, um, a couple of weeks ago, Jeff said he had friends. Um, I think it's like a married couple and uh -huh. they were doing almost like a daily check-in because of all this craziness going on. I'm just a, Hey, like, how are you for real? Like what's going on with the idea that if one person is feeling down, the other one can pick up the slack. But I do think it's a good idea for everyone, whether you're alone and kind of doing a self check-in or doing it with your friends over text message or whatever to just say, Hey, one to 10, how are you? So that's what I'm asking you right and, now. And our friend, um, who is a, a counselor, a therapist talked about how important it is or how um, easy, good it is to actually sign a new, assign a numeric value to it because it forces you to put it on a scale and not just go, Oh, I'm fine. Yeah. Like you have to relate that fine to something. So I think as of this moment right now, still flying high from the good, uh, doctor's appointment that you had yesterday and all of that. I think I am at like eight and a half. Like I feel me too. Yeah. I feel really good. What's weird is. Have you felt that way all week? No. Or, okay. I, th I think that I was compartmentalizing or pushing down some anxiety that I had about your doctor's appointment. I asked you before we went, I asked Jeff, I said, how are you feeling about this appointment? And Jeff, sometimes when he doesn't want to talk about something kind of glosses over or says he's fine when I know that maybe that's not the case. And he said, I'm fine if you're fine. And I was like, you know, I don't think, but I don't think when you asked me, I realized what it was like, that I was anxious about it. Um, but after the fact and you went and then you sent me the text message and you got back in the car and, and everything is progressing as it should be. The rest of the day, I felt mentally exhausted. Like I couldn't focus on putting a show schedule together. I couldn't focus on finding the audio that I wanted to find. I just, I couldn't, I just, like, I think I was so, mentally exhausted, pushing it down. You know what my, um, I have a psychiatrist. She's great. She listens to our show actually. Hi. Um, and she told me once that people really underestimate how physically exhausting anxiety is. Oh, like I you don't know. And then like you said, kind of when, when you get a little bit of a release, you're like, Oh my God, like I'm physically wiped. Right. Once the anxiety leaves. And what's yes. funny is, and we've talked about this a little bit on, on the show, uh, and, and we've got messages from people who are, are totally agree with this. There is something about being an anxious person for, I'm not going to speak for all anxious people, but if you have anxiety and you have noticed yourself not being anxious during these chaotic times, 
fist bump. Nope, can't do fist bump. Wave from six feet away because <laughs> I'm right there with you. Me too. It's almost as though the chaos in the world has now risen up to our level. And we're like, yep, this is where we're This meant. is what we feel like all the time. And I think to some extent, like, at least for me, and I had a um, like med check this week, which is like a Zoom. It's where you meet with your um, psychiatrist and they just make sure that your meds are fine. And you have to do that a couple of times a year. And she was asking me how I was. And I was like, I feel oddly not anxious, but I feel like I should be more anxious. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times the things that I'm stressed about are not only they're not under my control, but they're not under like no one else feels me. And I'm like in this world by myself of just stressed and anxious. And the fact that everyone else is worried about the same thing is kind of like, okay, well, I don't have to worry about as much as you know what I mean? It's uh-huh. like, I don't have to worry as much because there are other people shouldering some of the burden of the worry. Right. And it's, it's also, I think part of it too, is there's so much going on in the world that's chaotic. And there's so much to be anxious about that. Be, and if you don't have anxiety, this is going to make, it's no, going to sound crazy. This is going to sound nuts to you, but an anxious person thinks like this might be an exaggeration of some sort, but thinks like, okay, tonight we're having spaghetti pie for dinner and I have to go to the store and get the spaghetti. That's what I, I have to do that at some point today. And if, if your meeting runs long, if you hit traffic on the way home, you start doing, you're like, Oh, I won't have time to cook the spaghetti. Like it's just this weird chaos that envelops something simple, Mm -hmm. like getting the spaghetti. Because when you have anxiety, it's not about anything. So you assign it to something. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. So there it is. Now, if I was driving, let's say I was driving home and I'm like, I got to pick up spaghetti because, because Kelly wants spaghetti pie. And one of my tires goes flat. I got to pull over, take the jack out, change it running late. I would simply with no anxiety, I would simply call you and tell you to put a frozen pizza in the oven and just say, oh, we'll have spaghetti pie tomorrow night. Yes. It's just so weird. So anyways, all of that being said, I think this week I was really feeling true anxiety because I was nervous about your appointment, but I smushed it. Were you nervous that it was going to go poorly, like that we would get bad news? No, I was nervous about you. I didn't want you to to be hurt if it was bad news because I know there was a, a part of you that felt really guilty about what happened last time, even mm-hmm. though you know it wasn't you. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want you to feel that way again. So mm-hmm. that's why. So I was really concerned about that, but I think I smushed it down. And then as soon as we got the good news, like I laid down on the couch and like two hours after the appointment just for a minute like just sat there for a minute while I was waiting for you to get off the phone or something. And I'm like, I could sleep here until tomorrow. Yeah. It's weird. So anyways, right now in 8.5, but who knows what kind of world are we living in? We don't know what day it is. We don't know if we're coming or going. We don't know anything. So I could be a four in the next six minutes. I could also be a 23. Who knows? What about you? I'm a nine. Nice. I'm feeling really good. I felt pretty good this week. I got a couple of things done that were productive. Um, I have been being kind to myself about just like being tired and, um, 
yeah, I just feel like it's been a good week. Because last week I was like not good, right? Last week we were both fives or sixes. Yeah, last week was not, it was kind of a no bueno week. But I feel like this week has been pretty smooth sailing so far, knock on wood. And it's Friday, so heck yeah. What difference does that make in the world anymore? There is something mentally refreshing about it being Friday. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. If you are listening to this the morning that it comes out, which is Friday, April 17th, know that at 2 p.m. today, I'm going to release a special episode of The Upside with Callie and Jeff, and it's going to be three phone scams. One, two, three. Three old phone scams. Yes, I'm not phone scamming anyone right now. Um, This is something that people frequently ask Jeff and I to do on this show, and it doesn't feel totally right to like stick it in the middle of, you know, uh, uh, what we're talking about on the show today. Right. But you love the phone scams. We hear you. Jeff has dug into the archives and he is putting together a little bonus episode, something, something for you. So if you love them, listen to them. Hope you get a great laugh. Know that they're old. We are not currently scamming anyone. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna narrate them and talk about like where like the ideas and where they came from and stuff like that. Uh, now are these things that people have heard before, or they're maybe? Oh, we don't know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm going all the way back to Tucson. Oh no way! So these are like these, these are, could be from the '90s. These could be phone scams done by Omelet. Wow. If you haven't, if you're new around here, Omelette was Jeff's first uh, DJ name. Yeah. In Tucson. No, it wasn't. Second. My first DJ name was J- AJ Storm. AJ Storm. I thought I was going to say JJ Flash. I'm like, no. Um, then I became Omelette when I was in Tucson. And so I'm going all the way back to the Omelette days and, and, uh, I'll narrate them and I'll tell the stories and it's going to be great. And if you don't like the phone scams, I'm not offended. Just don't listen to that episode. Like it'll be labeled phone scam episode. And if some people get anxiety by them, skip them. I don't care. It's funny because I actually do get anxiety yeah. <laughs> about them. Like I'm not a huge phone scam person, but people do love them and send them to your friends. If you have friends that love the phone scams, um, they are classic Jeff Dollar. Hey guys, this is Casey here in Georgia, and I just wanted to tell you that over Christmas, I bought a skylight frame for my in-laws. They live in a different state, and they are not on Facebook or anything like that, but they want to see pictures of the grandkids and find out what's going on in our daily lives. So I bought the skylight frame, and they loved it. Turns out, I found out last week that my mother-in-law went and bought another one for someone in her family that she thought would appreciate it. However, I didn't know she was going to do that. Otherwise, I would have told her to use the upside code and give you guys credit for the purchase. So I am leaving this message so that the Skylight people will know that whether or not people are using the upside code, you are bringing them sales. And kudos to you. Kudos to the show. I look forward to it every morning. Thank you, guys. 
Right now, you can grab a Skylight Frame for $10 off using that promo code UPSIDE. Go to skylightframe.com slash UPSIDE. That's skylightframe.com slash UPSIDE and use the code UPSIDE. Liquid IV wants you to be as healthy as possible, and they're doing that by giving you hydration at two or three times than water alone. You pour one packet of Liquid IV in 16 ounces of water you're going to get double or triple hydration plus the added bonus of vitamin C, B3, B5, B6, and B12. It's the fastest, most efficient way to stay hydrated. And here's how it works. They have got sodium and glucose and potassium in the powder that helps deliver the water and the nutrients right into the bloodstream. Fuel tough workouts, help prevent muscle fatigue, promote healthy post-workout recovery, but most importantly, Stay healthy with hydration and five essential vitamins. Get 25% off anything you order on Liquid IV's website by going to liquidiv.com and entering the promo code UPSIDE to save 25% and get better hydration. That's liquidiv.com promo code UPSIDE. Don't wait. Start properly hydrating today. Hi, Callie and Jess. This is Jackson. Thank you for all my birthday wishes. Bye. This is Kelsey from Florida. Last night while I was sleeping, my boss jumped on my bed, used her teeth to steal my earring out of my ear, and then ran away. I spent 20 minutes searching for it, concerned that my boss had eaten the earring and I would have to remove it from her poop. At 6.20 a.m., I finally found it and went back to sleep. Hey, Callie. Hey, Jeff. This is Karen. I was just calling because we were talking about Lily knowing that the baby is inside of you. And I had my parent, Yorkie, who always slept on me the whole time I was pregnant with my daughter. And she would follow me everywhere, sleep with me at night, which was unusual because she usually slept with my parents. And then when the baby was born and I brought her home from the hospital and people would come over to see her, she would try and protect the baby and bite people if they try to touch the baby. So Lily definitely is aware that there's a little bambino in your belly. And she doesn't know why, but she needs to be protective, and that's what she's doing. So, again, congratulations. Love you guys. Hi, my name is Savannah, and I am from Canton, Georgia. When my animals started to notice that I was pregnant was before I even knew I was pregnant. And my cats would make biscuits on my belly, and my dog and my mom's dog would both guard me and lay their heads on my stomach. I'm very excited for Lily to go along this journey with you since she seems so motherly. And thank you so much. Love you guys. Bye. Hi, this message is really for Callie because I want to just tell you that Jeff's not crazy for staying up until 2 a.m. waiting for the storm. I'm actually in Monk's Corner, South Carolina, and we got some pretty bad tornadoes um, about eight miles from my house. And my phone did not notify me. Um, we have a security system in our house, and it did not go off until 45 minutes after the tornadoes had gone through. 
Um, so I don't think Jeff is crazy for staying up and waiting for the storm. So anyways, love your show. Now, I'd be lying if I said the journey had been an easy one. There were some good days, but a lot of not so good days. If we take it just one day at a time with a positive attitude, anything is possible.